Hi everyone, welcome back to the very first episode of the year 2024 with Life Talks with Emma and Nadia. I'm Emma and today I'm joined by my best friend and co-host Nadia. Hello everybody. Because it is the very first release of 2024, how could we avoid talking about the new year, about resolutions, about reflecting on 2023, etc. So that's sort of going to be our plan for today. I'm a little bit more projecting in the future opposed to reflecting, but we'll talk a little bit about any resolutions and tensions that we have, as well as affirmations. And then possibly, I know Nadia's made a vision board, can talk a little bit about that, etc. So I guess, how should we start, Nadia? Would we maybe like to reflect a little bit on 2023 so then we can dive into 2024? Yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff happened this year. I know there were big changes for both of us, but especially for me because I moved across the country um, to go to college. Um, so I would say that 2023 was a year of maturing and learning and definitely being more independent than I used to be because I'm in this new environment now. I need to learn how to take care of myself, balance my schoolwork and my personal life and all of that. Um, so there was a lot of growth this year. And I hope that translates into the new year, of course, because you never want to stop growing. Um, and I also think it was a year of building new friendships, especially because, you know, when you're moving to college, you're building a lot of new relationships. Um, and yeah, and I also think it was a year of change in terms of like transitioning from high school, which is, you know, very different from college life. And you just, it feels simpler high school once you're in college. Maybe that's just me, but the problems that I had in high school seem minuscule compared to, you know, the new world that I've been introduced to here. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And in terms of other things, a lot of reconnecting with family. I had um, a lot of family from my mom's side come in December. Um, so we had little family reunion and then my grandparents, my father's side came. Um, so it was a lot of meeting new family, reconnecting with them um, and trying to learn how to stay in touch with people even though I'm very far away from what I used mm -hmm. to know back in like June and July. Yeah, of course. And like, I like to tell people that that year that you graduate high school is probably one of the most impactful years in someone's life. Besides the obvious of, let's say, maybe having kids, getting married, et cetera, buying a house. I do think that that year is so important because if you decide to go to college, you're possibly moving to a new location. Um, most people move out, become more independent. You really branch out. And I think so much happens that year. And it is a very monumental thing. Um, for me, reflecting on the last year, I was still... Um, in college finishing up my first year and now at the end of 2023 I am well into my second year of college uh, I did a lot of travel over the summer I did a lot of work related or career professional development which is pretty cool I also made some really good friends and tried some new things and so I am very 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 satisfied with how my 2023 went I do think that compared to 2022, maybe not quite up there in terms of like, oh, I moved out of state, et cetera. 
but I'm definitely learning. And I'm one of the things I'm learning is that you can't really compare each year to each year because there's so many things that happen within that one time frame. Yeah, I agree. Especially in your formative years when you're young, a lot is happening every single year. Um, so it's very difficult to kind of push that into one little statement or anything. Um, but yeah, I would say I'm very grateful for the last year. Um, a lot of the stuff that's happened has improved me, has made me stronger or made me learn how to cope with things a little bit better. Definitely learning how to cope with stress as a college student is very different than um, coping with stress as, stress as a high school student. So there's that, learning how to manage those kinds of things, emotions. And yeah, I mean, I would just generally say that 2023 was a good year for getting learning new things, um, transitioning and growth. So I guess I'd want to ask, and this is a pretty hard thing to do, but if you had to, let's say, label the past year with either like one emotion that you felt or like one sentence, what would it be? Because then I'm going to ask you, um, when we transition to 2024, what your intention is for 2024 to be. Um, one sentence. Okay, that's pretty difficult. Let's see. Um, I would say, let's see, 2023 was a year for self-reflection and independence and hmm, and I, I think building relationships. What I think I would narrow those three down. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, I'm going to go the other route. So I'm going to choose like the one emotion that I felt in 2023. And the emotion that I'm going to name or the feeling isn't necessarily always like a positive one but I think that I learned a lot from it and I'm gonna name it it's like more of like imposter syndrome or like I guess a little bit of fear or apprehension but I think I was really able to transfer that into a positive connotation in that I was entering a lot of new situations that I was scared of and that showed me that I was stepping outside of my comfort zone. And all of those experiences that I had were positive. I did learn a lot. I did grow a lot. I did emerge at the top. And so that imposter syndrome, even though I felt a lot of it, means that I was stepping out of my comfort zone a lot. And that that's the growth that I want to see within myself. And so I honestly don't mind necessarily having that either in 2024, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I like that because, I mean, this is reminding me that, of course, another thing about transitioning from um, a school to a different school, it doesn't have to be high school to college, is that you do feel a lot of imposter syndrome. You do feel like, am I good enough to be here? Um, and it goes from being a place where you're very comfortable with. You've probably had friends at that school for a while. You've just known people, you know, the environment, at least, um, to something completely new. And that does force you out of your comfort zone. So I think that's a very good point. Yeah. Okay, should we transition into 2024 then? Yeah, do you want to begin with some of your resolutions? Yeah, of course. So I've never really been a big resolutions person. It's always been when I set like tangible goals, let's say, and this is like a very cliche goal of like, let's say I'm going to lose five pounds within 2024. When I set those type of goals and let's say I don't meet them or I feel restricted by them, 
it can make me feel bad about myself as things I've noticed. And maybe, maybe that's subconsciously coming from fear of, oh my gosh, I might not meet it. And then I feel bad about myself. Regardless, that's something that I've seen in myself. And so the way that I like to approach the new year is that I like to set and in that these are mantras that I want to live my year by. Um, and that's sort of going to guide all of my decisions. And typically those are positive mantras and then I can have positive decisions. And so, for example, one thing that I wanted to work on is maintaining a strong balance between my work or professional and like social personal life and balance is something I've always been very good at it's just something I wanted to emphasize a little bit more as I definitely do tend to work a little bit harder than let's say having fun so for example that's one of them another one was to just like continue to be a kind patient person and when I feel like I have these at the back of my head and every time I look back at my journal to reflect, I'm reminded of that. And that sort of just does guide like my daily decisions. So that's sort of how I approach 2024. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's those I think are some very good things. And I don't really do resolutions either. Um, it's not like a yearly thing for me to write them out. And I also don't try to write them out as like measurements. But a couple of things I did want to do um, this year was, well, this is kind of a cliche one, but trying to go to the gym, working out, eating healthy, all that stuff, because I noticed that last semester I said I was going to do those kinds of things, and then I, um, but that's not like me trying to be like, okay, I need to lose weight, or I need to do this, or I need to do this, like giving myself a limit, so what, I just want to try and do better than I did last year, so I want to go to the gym, instead of not going to the gym at all, or going to the gym like once a month, I want to go at least once a week, um, and I want to make sure I'm picking healthy options when I'm eating so I'm not, um, you know, stepping back and just eating microwavable food every day because I'm too lazy to go to the dining hall. Um, another thing I had for myself was to treat other people with kindness, of course, like Emma said, but also to treat myself with kindness, being more patient, allowing myself to make mistakes um, and not stressing out as much because even though the environment in college is very stressful, especially at this school, um, and a lot of people care about grades and doing well and um, getting internships or whatever. I don't want to let that pressure kind of erode me. And I wanted to maybe learn how to handle stress and even just let myself stress a little less than I did before. Because I know that no matter what happens, I'll be okay. Like, I'll figure things out. I just need to give myself a little bit of time. Um, and other than that, I think also being more open about my emotions and stuff is just kind of something I always have to work on. Um, but, you know, being more communicative about when I need help, when I need certain things, when I don't want things, um, stuff like that. And also to make a little bit more time for my friends in my life because last semester was very busy. Um, but I, and this semester is also gonna be very busy, but I wanna make sure that I can check up on people and talk to people um, and, you know, keep those social relationships going um, so that the only thing in my life is not just my work. Yeah, of course. Those all seem like things that I could resonate with. And I really like when you say that you want to do better than the year before um, rather than having measurements. That's something that I do really like as well. Um, so then I'm going to ask you the same question. Then I know it's hard to predict the future, but if you had to see 
like where this next year is going just because you know like in 2024 you're gonna finish your first freshman year you're gonna have this summer then you'll start your sophomore year etc um what sentence would you like to describe your 2024 that's a good question because yeah this year isn't that much change compared to last year so I mean the most I can see in my near future is um taking on new classes new subjects maybe meeting new people in those classes and I'm not actually still sure what I'm doing over the summer maybe we'll have a podcast that talks about that um but when I figure it out it'll probably be something new or different than what I've previously done maybe if I get an internship it'll be like that kind of new experience so what I would say is this year is I think it is strengthening my relationships um, and also gaining experience, whether that is in school or in a workspace or just um, by learning new skills, um, which hopefully I will be doing this year. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm kind of bad at predicting the future. I don't really know what exactly this year is going to bring for me, but I know that hopefully I will learn something from it, whether it is good or bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what would you say is your intention, your prediction for the year? I think that 2024 is going to be probably a bigger year of growth for me than 2023 was. I'm going to be having um, an internship that I'm excited about, so professionally there. And then I also think that just with school and the people that I'm meeting, I want to strengthen those bonds. I think I'm going to continue to grow personally, um, especially as I continue to live off campus and on my own and I'm learning how to cook and et cetera. And so I think growth is the word I'd like to describe 2024 and whether the emotion that's paired with it is imposter syndrome, whether it's excitement, apprehension, even a little bit of dread, like I'm okay with what I feel as long as I continue to grow and to see it from a glass half full perspective. Mm -hmm. Would you say that you generally have a glass half full perspective on life? I would definitely say that. I don't think I was always like that. I think once I got to college or starting my senior year of high school, I kind of experienced that. But I definitely do have an optimist perspective what about you um I would say so which is kind of weird because for many many years I was uh more of a glass half empty kind of person um mm -hmm. but I think now I've learned to appreciate things a little bit more the good and the bad yeah of course uh, yeah it's I think your mindset and your perspective really shifts how you see the world and there's no right there's no wrong either it's just it is important to who you are and how you approach the world um, and so I think for me every year has been a good year ever since I adopted the like everything's okay how it is and it's meant to be like that and so that just does help me I would definitely agree a lot of well even sticking with your resolutions whatever they are is about your mindset right if you go in and you're like I can do this um, I'm going to do this I'm going to start small maybe, and then I'll work up to it. Um, if you go in with that kind of mindset, you'll definitely be able to achieve whatever you have set out for this year. Um, but if you go in with a negative mindset, it is definitely makes things much harder to do everything. 
Yeah. It definitely does. And you never want to be fighting against yourself because you already have to fight against so many other things in the world that why would you want to fight against yourself too? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a very good point. Thank you. Yeah, so we were talking earlier, Emma mentioned that I made a vision board for this year. So obviously I cannot show it. We are in podcast format. Um, but I will just point out a couple of the things I put on here. Um, because they're like not really covered in my resolutions and Emma you should definitely make a vision board it's very Mm -hmm. fun yeah I also I made it on Canva if anybody wants to know um they have cute stuff on there um it's just okay there you go okay so I had some quotes on here um I just put taking care of my mind and staying active and making the most of every moment because that's also kind of important, not kind of, very important to me. I want to enjoy life, whether it is good or bad, and kind of see the importance in everything. And Mm -hmm. I also put the words kindness and stability, because I value those two things. I do like having a stable life. Um, I struggle a lot with things that happen without planning, so that's my kind of thing. Um, And I also put the words strengthening and reconnecting, connecting with family of course but also with myself and partially with nature because I kind of forget to do that a lot and strengthening of course my own mind and my bonds with everybody and the world around me mm-hmm. yeah and apart from that just made it cute and I added some pictures of mountains and other natural things and of course healthy food because I love that yeah of course um, what do you use? Like, how do you do it? Did you cut pieces out of a magazine or? I did mine online, but I think if uh... I had the resources, I would have definitely liked to do it on paper because I do enjoy scrapbooking and stuff, but I just don't have like a bunch of magazines lying around my dorm that I could use. Um, but yeah, I did it online if anybody wants to use it. Um, Canva is great for well creating anything. I'm sure both people have used it or heard of it at this point, but they do have some vision board templates that you can use or and then you can just make it your own, of course. Add some uh, personality into it, um, change it up. But they do have very nice um, templates, so I highly recommend. And they have really cute stickers, and there's pictures already on there, so you can use those. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Sounds like something that I want to do. Except I would really like to do like a physical one because I notice, like especially with school I'm always on my electronics and so I'm trying to give my eyes a break from that that is a good point yes yeah that might be another resolution spend less time on your phone don't scroll Instagram for three hours (laughs) (laughs) okay we'll work on that yeah okay well mm -hmm. yeah I highly recommend that everybody do some kind of vision board or at least write out your goals for the year because it will help you stick to them for sure yeah okay well it sounds like we did a lot of reflecting and a lot of I don't want to put the word as manifesting because I'm not sure how much I believe in manifesting but uh intentions for 2024 uh would you like to wrap it up Nadia yeah so yeah we've kind of outlined what we did last year that was kind of important to us and what we hope to do this year. 
along with some of our resolutions and hopefully we'll stick to them, we'll go through with them. And I hope that everybody who has made resolutions or has some kind of intention for the new year can follow through and is able to enjoy it and enjoy life in general. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Happy new year and you should make a vision board. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, you guys.